moments will be lost in time. Like tears. Listeners have mostly picked up that you're Incha. Sure. And then I'm Michael. Why can't I be Michael? Guys, guys. Aren't we all Michael? We're all Michael. <laughs> We're talking about 2009's The Wild Hunt. This was made in 2009? Yeah. Oh. It was made oh. in 2009. It was made in Canada. Directed by Alexandre Franchi. That Probably can't, pronounced. Can't that can't be how you pronounce <laughs> No, it can't be. There's absolutely no way in which he pronounces his name like an Italian baker on a play in a play. There's no way that's how he pronounces his name. All right. Well, he probably just goes by Alex. Probably. Yeah. Um. This was my pick. It's a movie that I've had in my back pocket to pick for a Film Runners episode for a while. I saw this movie twice in theaters, and I think this is my third time watching it on my DVD. I saw it, um, you showed it to me one Halloween, or Mm -hmm. around Halloween one year, um, and that was the first time I watched it, and then I just watched it. Uh, yesterday, or the day before, I can't remember, but recently. And Incha, when did you first see this movie? I watched half of it yesterday and half the other half today, but I actually restarted it today because I was just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. <laughs> Good call. I was going to say, it's, uh, it's a strange <laughs> movie to chop up like that. Because, <laughs> like, I, I stopped it. I think I stopped it when, like, she left him so it was like in the tail beginning of the movie and i thought that it was two different things going on like i thought it was like a viking thing and then a now thing like oh ancestors or something no no it all coincided together and i loved it so much this movie is about larping about (laughs) live action role play uh wherein people put on costumes and take on characters usually in a quasi-medieval Lord of the Rings-type setting. And these people go into this LARPing 
area, and they have a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. Until. <laughs> <laughs> and there is an until in this movie, which is why I love it. Uh, I, I, I do want to say, for our listeners who kind of just plow through these things, I would love for you to check out the movie before listening to this episode. Mm-hmm. It's uh, my second favorite movie that deals primarily with LARPing. And my first favorite <laughs> is Role Models with Paul Rudd and Sean William oh, Scott. That is a great it's movie. a very funny movie. I love that movie. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this movie's great. And it has a fantastic... Uh, like you said, if, if someone's listening to this one, they should probably watch it first. Uh, yeah, this is our official spoiler warning for 2009's The Wild Hunt. No, it isn't. Cut that out. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want you to spoil warning. Spoiler warn them. So the basic. So the concept. I can't. I wasn't honestly. I was looking up what the name of role models was, the movie. So when you described the concept of the film, you mentioned that it was like a dude who. Did you mention that, or did you just mention? Did you mention the dude and the lady? I didn't. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't mention the actual story. <laughs> so you should probably do that, baby. <laughs> All right, so so mostly it's it's about LARPing, yeah. but it centers around a character by the name of Eric Magnuson, who is having difficulties with his girlfriend, um, and his brother Bjorn Magnuson, who him and his friends are super into LARPing, have kind of invited the girlfriend on this excursion, and she started spending more and more time there. Um, making little Eric kind of jealous and worried about their relationship. And so he, who really has nothing to do with this world at all, goes in to try and coax her back to reality. Yeah. You got it. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. What? <laughs> but. Uh, toxic masculinity. Yeah, that's a big note. I, yeah. <laughs> I have that. Yeah, <laughs> they have that a uh, lot of toxic masculinity is one of my notes. It is. It's really interesting because, like, I know people who who do LARP and who role play, and I see a lot of like the good in uh, of them in this movie. Um, I don't think the movie is necessarily anti LARPing at all. It's more like don't be this guy. Well, that's the thing. I would say, and Incha, you can sit this out for a second. Um, I would say that... Oh, oh what? <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> being awful. Um, no, I was gonna say, I would say it's not... I, I don't think the target of the criticism as much as there is, because it doesn't really go too much into it. It uses it more as a, a flavor and a, a subtext, right? But um, mm -hmm. it, it's not specifically, I would say, aimed at uh, LARPing or whatever, because that's such a small target to aim at i think it's aimed at any sort of hobby like you could uh, uh you could like focus it on gaming culture or like literally any other nerdy thing that's predominantly like white males <laughs> that that yeah. take part in it and it would be an equally valid criticism and i mean okay and then then there is the the third act twist of this movie in that people fucking die it becomes just a straight out this is no longer a game we are killing each other 
in this horrifying, stark, really well sound edited sequence. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's the big turn of the movie is that Eric, the main character who, honestly, um, I forgot about it from the first time I watched it because it's been a couple years. But when I was watching this time, I was like, oh, he's like a wiener. Like, I don't really like him. And I didn't really think he was that good of an actor. Mm -hmm. But by the time he gets like <laughs> into because when he's going there to like talk to his girlfriend and stuff, he has to pretend he gives a shit about this whole like uh, fantasy world. Right. And when yeah. he does, I sort of start liking him more. You know what I mean? Because he's very mm -hmm. much like a, a just a little Ed Sheeran looking dude, right? Yes, he's very Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know, I wasn't really like into him, but then when he, like, I eventually like him. So then, when the big turn is that, like, the clan or whatever, the low rent Ethan Embry guy, when his people like kill Eric, uh, it I actually feel bad. Which it's very impressive. Yeah, I'm uh, impressed by Murtag the movie. Was yeah, name. I'm I'm impressed by the movie for making me like give a shit about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I I think Incha, we are gonna let you talk soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? No, because I I I'm the one who brought this movie here. So Incha, give, give us your thoughts on it because you had many, and you, it's the freshest for you. Right? It now. was. Wait, hold on one yeah. second, Incha. Be quiet. Um, it was, really, it was, it was really funny when I, uh, jokingly said that to her earlier when we were talking about toxic masculinity, and then you just moved on with letting her give any sort of insight into it. You were like, oh, and also there's a turn in the movie. But we don't have time for any more of that. So, Billy, uh, what's next? Let me just check. Alright, Incha, go on. I, I do agree with everything you guys have said, yep. because yep. men, but yep. <laughs> I I mostly agree with, like, it can be, like, I, I love this movie mainly because of the fragile male ego of every single character in this movie, because, mm -hmm. like, the guy with his girlfriend who leaves him for this stupid thing that he thinks is stupid, but he ends up joining. And then it's the guy who can't get the girl who kind of makes out with the girl, but his fragile male ego is like, I asked you to do this one thing and you can't even do it. And then there's like the guy who's like totally jealous that his boyfriend is trying to go over with this girl. And he's just like, she's just a girl. She's just a girl. I'm your boyfriend. Come on. I think they were dating, or at least he had a crush on that what guy. You, wait, I who? <laughs> what are you? Wait, the guy who like the guy who basically Greg, the, guy, the one with the mutton chops, the guy who basically like bashed in like Eric. Greg, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he had a crush on what's on his the face, main bad guy who kind of looked like I got distracted because he looked like Ethan Embry. You know Ethan Embry, he right? Does. Yeah, he totally yeah does. he looks like him, like, but he isn't like the main bad guy. <laughs> looks like Ethan Embry, who I would not be shocked to pop up in this because he pops up in a bunch of like indie <laughs> horror movies, but it isn't him at all. So it uh, it was distracting me. But yes, I see what you mean exactly, a hundred percent. But no, yeah, I like I really like this movie because of like the God, I like this movie so much. I can't even go through like one section, but I really like it's it because cool. of like the toxic masculinity yeah. and like 
role-playing games because I had to leave like D&D because of like toxic masculinity in my group because they were just like I want to do this and I want to fight for her and I can't do that and I'm like oh my god the fragility of you all just pain me that's the cool thing about it is that um you could easily do an even cheaper version of this that was just like a chamber drama that was like people playing a board game and you could basically lay yeah. out the exact same dynamics and uh, turns in the story, but it would just be like in one like living room because it's it's mm-hmm. the kind of story and the kind of uh, atmosphere that a lot of sort of group events, uh, especially nerdy quote unquote group events, have where like it's a guy thing and you know. Yeah, and like, and everybody here is like they're they're actively living out their fantasies, mm-hmm. and so they're in they're in, they're put in an environment where if something's not going their way, it's like, well, you know what, I, I'm gonna go with it then. Yes, uh, and it's it's the thing to me that's crazy about this movie is when it turns and when the Celts are actually like actively attacking and murdering people. Right before they get to them, how everyone else is, like, excited and happy to go with it. Like, everyone that thinks it's still a game is like, Huzzah! We're about to fight! And it's just, like, the worst feeling being like, no. No, guys, don't. Watching it a second time, it made me really sad. The scene where... (laughs) Not in general, but the scene where um, the main bad guy, he cast a spell or whatever so one of the judges lets him go in and talk to the girlfriend uh evelyn or mm-hmm. whatever um and eric is sitting there the whole time and like he's not enjoying himself but he's like joking around about it and like having fun because it is a game like and he knows that yeah but in my head i was like oh no you're gonna die very soon i feel so bad for you <laughs> but he was like finally getting into it but it was at that point i was like oh i actually like him now like i forgot that i i i was iffy about him earlier but now i'm like on his side and it was just in time for him to get his uh brains bashed in or whatever happens <laughs> for sure i also like i like the moment where to go on the opposite side of that where it kind of switched off for the Murtag character was was when Eric was actually killed. Because you could see like like Greg's yeah. bashing him in and Murtag is like Greg. Yeah, it was like a uh sort of a moment of clarity before he realized he had to kind of commit to the fact that, oh, we're just straight up really killing people now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we can't do this in real life. Hinch, I cut you off. No, sorry. I started feeling bad for Lynn at that point. Yeah, like yeah. when when they start like like in that what like in that scene alone, like I started feeling bad for her because I was just like that has to suck. I mean, not I in this context, it has to suck to be getting fought over over something stupid and so petty, and then being mm-hmm. yelled at. And like how she broke down, I was like, that's that hurt my heart because I was just like, you can tell like how. She, she, like, you could tell how much she felt that it was spinning out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, from her perspective, I was just like, I get it, girl. Like, you just wanted to have fun and do you. And then all of this just blew up. Like, I get it. She had, like, her, like, super Ophelia moment. And I was just like, I feel so mm-hmm. bad. That's like, 
Oh, I think that's when I like, I told Billy, like, this reminds me like of Norse mythology because of the brotherhood thing. But it also reminded me of a Shakespeare play because of what happens to her. Because she reminds me so much of Ophelia just being like, yep, good now. Everybody's gone crazy. So I'm just going to jump off this thing mm-hmm. real quick. It's kind of like, like she was like she was just there to enjoy the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like- <laughs> that's what I really liked about her is that the sort of impetus of the entire story is that it's uh this lady who has a really nerdy hobby and likes to do it and like (laughs) viking princess viking princess look at me yeah exactly and uh which is really cool like it's like it's her hobby and she seems to really enjoy it and like but like i also get why like clearly shit isn't going right between her and eric so he's like well i gotta (laughs) deal with this (laughs) but it, it's cool that that's what um, what kind of sets the story off. Instead of instead of like a shitty movie would be like he's obsessed with his games and she's like, oh, why can't you pay attention to me? But it's literally the opposite, and it's <laughs> you're, right. You're right. It it, it does yeah, change yeah. it from that. Um, Insha, I want to ask you from the from the female perspective, how did <laughs> sounds so stupid? It does. It does. Um. <laughs> but it does but you're right it does billy a female perspective um (laughs) oxymoron much what did you think of the scene in the car after they had like almost fled and where eric and lynn have that fight again i honestly thought not like i i i get it i i almost i i I don't know. Like, I, I honestly think it was one of the, the weirdest things that mm-hmm. happened in the movie. Because I was just like, I don't get in the car and go. Just go. Just leave the place. But I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like with her deteriorating mental state, by the time everything had happened, I get why she did what she, like, why she got out. and said, But I just say, I'm, I don't really just, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> You're allowed not to know. <laughs> I agree because I thought that was weird in that it didn't need to take place there. Like I know she get they get interrupted and she basically gets like pulled back, right? Is that what happens there? Yeah. Yeah, like the car yeah. won't yeah. start and the guys are circling right. the car. Um it didn't need to uh the car won't start? Is that what happened? Oh, okay. I don't yeah. I didn't remember that. I think the car started after the fact. I I know the the car I think the car started when she went off when she went off and then he was just going to right I don't know because that part just seemed weird to me because it was like perfectly fine like discussion and argument or whatever that they had um but it's like it felt like oh if I were Eric I would just like fuck off after that (laughs) like drive away and I don't know (laughs) deal with it later like she made I don't know she sort of made a definitive point although she did enjoy the fact that he came back for her and they had fun on that pirate ship until he you know died like from both of their perspectives it's kind of like like i i get it i get it more from her perspective i don't know why um but like i get that she just wanted to do she wanted to just do something different and enjoy and be free because even like 
the one of the scenes in the movie, I think one of the scenes where like she was just like, this was supposed to be fun. This was supposed to be mm-hmm. me being free and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I get that because especially if you've had to deal with a situation where you are living in an apartment with your boyfriend's dying parent. Like, yeah, that sucks. A, uh, point to the fact that like, because it would be so easy to make her unsympathetic um because she is like going away for the weekend and spending time as (laughs) like pretending to be another dude's princess or whatever basically right which could be questionable but when you when you understand that it's like her hobby and like clearly their home life or whatever is very um stressful with the with the elderly father like the sick father it's like you understand why she would sort of need a release right yeah yeah like that's why i kind of i felt more for her during Mm -hmm. this entire thing even like when she was like dancing in the forest and like kissing like what's his bald face and stuff like that like i get i get why she she took this journey (laughs) i get why she took this journey i don't necessarily agree with all of her choices because most of them were stupid but Mm -hmm. i get why she did it and like Right. Into the it was kind of like into the unknown being who you kind of think yeah. you want to be at that point, and then having her boyfriend kind of be like, "You can come here <laughs> once a month or every <laughs> other weekend." I'm just like, "You need to get back yes. in your car and go yeah. away." Because like, yeah. sport. <laughs> she was like, uh, like most of the characters in the movie, she, um, she maybe I didn't like you said. Uh, didn't agree with most of her choices or some of her choices, but like I understood why she would like entirely. Yeah. Um. On the other side of that, uh, what did both of you think of Bjorn Magnus? Ah, uh, he's the best character in the entire movie. I love oh him God. so much. I love so him so good. Much. <laughs> he was. I mean, just when this movie came out i remember they did like a big media blitz and it was like that actor in character as bjorn just like killing it in pr because he's so enjoyable to watch i can't remember if i noticed the first time i watched this movie that he looks a lot like joel edgerton um and i right (gasps) and i love joel edgerton oh my god so when I was watching this time, I was like, oh, I love me more. Now I know. This. So I don't know. I didn't think of it the first time. But he does look a lot like that. And also, he's fantastic. He's great. <laughs> he, is, he is so likable. Yeah. So charming. And then, like, the, the, the way that Eric puts it, where, like, he was the cool older brother. Who Eric, as he grew up, realized wasn't mm-hmm. cool at all. Is a, it's a really nice character dynamic. Like, there, and you could tell, like, he had escaped into this world of role play and being Bjorn Magnuson in order to escape, like, living in a small apartment mm. with his dying father. But just embracing it so much that it's like, oh, dude, I can't help but mm-hmm. smile when you're around. He's so perfect. He does a really good job of, like, selling the pretending aspect where he's like a warrior and then also selling the comedy of like when they have to wait for a second because of some rule or like when they have to 
stopping. He's like, oh, maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll do this then instead. And he's, he's just really good at it. Well, yeah, like, like, you don't believe him as a Viking warrior. You believe him as a dude who wants to roleplay really yeah. badly as a Viking warrior. I believe him as a Viking warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I saw him as a Viking warrior, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, especially without the yeah. wig. <laughs> the wig was glorious. The wig was fucking terrible, Billy. Don't, don't, don't defend the wig. <laughs> but, okay, I, I won't, because it was, it was intentionally terrible. What does he beat up at the beginning? A, a gas station phone booth? Is that what, what <laughs> yes. he beat up at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, he's just doing moves by the gas station. <laughs> doing moves. Just, you know, doing moves by the gas station. Yeah. What was. Gas tank. They're not gas tanks. <laughs> Pumps. What are they Pumps. Pumps. Gas tanks. Okay. <laughs> They're just giant barrels that you like scoop <laughs> gas out of and put it in your car. I have a I have a question. It's it's a really dumb question. I don't think anybody could answer. But where was he living if he couldn't live at the apartment? And also, did he go home? Also, did any of these people shower? Also, where was the food? <laughs> I, I just have a lot of questions about the I'll welfare. Answer, of these I'll people. answer the last part first. Um, <laughs> they didn't uh, shower. They. <laughs> They had one cloth between the lot of them. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. Where would he... Because he wasn't, like... He didn't see... Was he estranged from because he's, them? Because he said, like... He said, like, before his wig got snatched off, that, like... <laughs> <laughs> his weave. So you make it like an episode of RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Before his wig got snatched off. But, like, he said before that he... He didn't. He didn't want to stay because there was no room in the apartment right. for him. I I think he was staying like at the in Viking Town. Yeah, you maybe. know, like huh. I think he was just probably wasting his money, or maybe he had a season pass, and so did he have a car? He could have been living out of his car. Oh, that's messy. Well, yeah. Hmm. Well, he could yeah. live in what's his face's apartment now. That's vacant. Well, yeah, at the end of it, he could. Yeah. He'd also Changed. be on the run. Because did we mention the fact that he kills the guy at the end of it? <laughs> did we mention that? Which rules? Oh, were you, Incha, wait, I want to know if Incha, Incha, were yeah. you very excited when he, like, brains the guy? With the I was hair? so excited. I was so happy. I was... <laughs> oh, Michael. Yeah. It is even better than that because I asked Incha to record her, did you really? her like, thoughts after the movie. Yeah. But she started recording before she got to that part. That's and then I went. You have to like cut part of that into. And yeah, that's gonna be. Okay. I like. I ended up. Yeah, in that recording, I think I ended up. I ended up playing it first, and then I was like, "Yes!" And then like I ended up doing it again because it was so satisfying. It's extremely satisfying. I was like, "Yes." The movie does. It does a great job of uh, what a lot of movies try and fail to do, like really slow roll it for a long time and then like hit hard at the end yes. which this movie does well because and part of the thing is a lot of movies slow roll it by making it super uninteresting <laughs> whereas <laughs> this movie is you know funny like it's a funny movie cool yeah. setting original like concept blah 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 good actors um 
and then the ending just gets intense and the very very end where bjorn brains fake ethan embry is amazing <laughs> I, I, i'd like to say it, it's a comedy until it's a horror yeah yeah pretty much i still think it's kind of fun yes it is the ending is still <laughs> funny in that it's like i'm laughing because i'm so happy that, like i'm sad the, that bjorn the ending I'm... satisfies both elements of mm -hmm, because it's it's sweet in a sense because bjorn like clearly takes care of his uh dad at the end he like because there's isn't there a scene where he's like oh, yeah. taking care of his dad, right? Like a quick. Mm -hmm. He's he's yeah. not only taking care of his dad, but I mean, like, okay, Inch, I think you know you noted this when you're talking about the Norse stuff. It's kind of it's kind of very Viking and very Norsey in a way because it's like he avenges his brother. It it felt this is a weird thing, and I'm gonna pull upon Marvel for it, even though Marvel's not real Norse. Please read a Norse book, Norse book, everybody. But it's kind of like if you have. Bjorn is Thor, Eric is Loki, and then his father obviously was Odin. It's like mm -hmm. Loki had died or been banished or went into the Rainbow Bridge or some shit. And then you have Bjorn, who is Thor, and he goes and looks after his dying parent. And then as kind of like this thing, like Bjorn or Thor is like, I'm going to take care of my dad, but also I'm going to kill this sack of shit that murdered my brother cool with a hammer with a with a with, with i mean with sledgehammer <laughs> not mjolnir but it's a sledgehammer so <laughs> that works but that was his that was his mouth yeah, Guys, yeah. It's so great even like when he's when he's sitting there with his dad like telling him eric's sagas that was so sweet mm -hmm. yeah because like his dad seems like i i depending on what he has it might be alzheimer's or something but it's like his dad is retreated into that state of non-reality as well mm -hmm. Where it's kind of like he's looking at everything as mythology, and so he and Bjorn have a, an odd kind of connection there. Uh, that's what's interesting about the ending, is that it it the entire movie sort of has this general tone where it's like part of it's uneasy, but it's also funny and weird because Eric's like a fish out of water, and then it gets even more uneasy when like shit starts going down, and then it gets horrifying <laughs> once Eric is actually killed. <laughs> And then the ending just hits us with uh, very sweet and very satisfying, which we didn't really get up until that point. And it's just a perfect way to, like, leave it on because you're still bummed out that, like, Eric died. But you're also pretty happy that Bjorn <laughs> killed Fake Keith and It's pretty satisfying. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's almost a, re a redemption of the way that Bjorn had kind of escaped from everything before. Because you see that he tries to go back. Mm -hmm into the LARPing world, and he, he's just like, well, this is this is ruined for me forever now, mm -hmm. for very obvious reasons. Also, okay, how did this place not get shut down after yeah. two people died? <laughs> That's a fantastic point. <laughs> <laughs> it makes like, no sense that they would just, like... Like, did no one find her body in a river? They're just like, oh, yeah, bye, Evelyn, princess, whatever. And then, like, you find Eric on the ground with his head bleeding and probably clearly blood killed bleeding. clearly murdered like <laughs> i don't know how you would fake like why would you keep you think they covered it up probably because that place they open and there's more people in that park than it was before well the um i know the final shots in that montage are actually like of real people larping out in the world and actually a lot of the extras in this movie 
we're just general LARPers at these actual LARPing grounds. Here's a quick question, Billy. What is the difference between actual footage of real people LARPing and footage of people pretending to be LARPing? What is okay. the difference? The, fo the footage of the people pretending to be LARPing yeah. is, hey, we're going to shoot some footage for this movie. Yeah. Put on your costumes and we're going to walk over here. Yeah. Footage of real LARPers is, hey, you're, do you're doing your LARP event this weekend? All right, can we come grab some footage of that? Okay. How is that different? intention isn't it just people who's providing the costumes <laughs> isn't it just people pretending to play medieval stuff at while someone films both of them well i mean you you watched the film so i didn't um <laughs> i didn't should have got shut down uh yeah you're right the whole place should have been condemned yep. also it was like in ruins afterwards because everybody burns everything up it wasn't really into you know what honestly the like judges or whatever the fuck should be banished from the entire LARPing community because oh, they did a terrible, terrible it was job. A very, it was a very fly-by-night operation. Clearly. Oliver was like garbage. Was he the fairy? Because he was garbage. He was a garbage person. He was just like, oh, he can't be touched. No, I can touch him. Don't tell me what to do. Sorry. It, it's funny because like at one point when King Argyle is like yelling at the judges for like, you broke these rules. You shouldn't have been able to. It's like he, he has a point. They did kind of wreck the weekend. No, King Argyle wrecked the weekend. He shouldn't have been there in the first place. He's nothing. Was, was King Argyle uh, fake Ethan Embry? No. No, King Argyle was like the medieval king with a cigar. He was fake bright eyes. That's what he was. Right. Okay. Yes. All right. Dumbass, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> he was... <laughs> necessarily wrong he should have been there that was necessarily he was, wrong with he him. was a I would, okay. <laughs> in a scenario when i'm just at a larping weekend would i want to spend time with him no but in a scenario where other people there are actively murdering people he's not the worst if you compare everyone ted bundy everyone seems fine really. <laughs> you can't go to the extreme I don't, I don't know why I'm defending him. I'm a I'm a Bernie bro in this movie to the end, so. Argyle bro. <laughs> oh, you know what I noticed? Um, and I again, it's a thing I didn't notice the first time when I watched it with you, Billy. Um, uh, Evelyn or Lynn or whatever, she was very Canadian. <laughs> I didn't really notice it the first time I watched it. They're all pretty Canadian. They are, but um, like. I feel like I'd seen Eric in other stuff, like the actor who plays Eric. But uh but her for some reason I noticed I feel like honestly she said a boot <laughs> at one point, <laughs> which is crazy cuz I noticed it and because that's one of my biggest pet peeves is people doing a fake Canadian accent and saying a boot cuz I've never heard anyone say that ever in my entire <laughs> life as a Canadian ever heard it except people making fun of Canadians. But I heard it just like watching the movie and I was like, well, can't say that anymore. I've definitely heard a Canadian say a boo. So she's very Canadian and I don't like that. Oh, also, uh, as a side note, Insha, do you know about maple syrup festivals? <laughs> I don't. Speaking of have, Canadians. You guys have maple syrup festivals? Yeah, we celebrate the fact that trees have sugar in them. 
Um, and part of the celebration... It's a fact worth celebrating. Part of the celebration is pouring syrup on snow. Have you ever seen that? And then we roll it up with, like, tongue depressors. <laughs> this is fake. This sounds fake. And then this is not fake. eat the syrup off of the thing like a lollipop. This sounds Have you ever fake. heard of that? This You've never this, done that? This isn't real. So it's like a trough. You know, like pigs eat out of a trough? What the hell? <laughs> But it's full of snow. <laughs> he's, he's not even This isn't real. That. I don't believe this. Everything I've said here is true. It's not. No, it's, it's true. not. That, it's true. Why would you guys like, live like that? Why, why are you bringing it up now? <laughs> the Canadian thing reminded me of it. And I know Incha likes Canada, so I wanted to. Uh... See, one time, Amelia asked me what, what makes me not want to live in Canada anymore. Like, it was, yeah. it's a slippery slope. It's, Maple syrup festival. This is what makes you This, is, this is probably like the bottom of the totem pole. Why well, I don't want to do that. I still think that's fake. It's true. That up. I swear to God, it's true. <laughs> no part of that is fake. Everything I've said is true. <laughs> they pour. Here's the thing, Incha. So it's like <laughs> snow, right? Right. You know what snow is. You've yeah. seen that. <laughs> Then they pour little lines of maple syrup in it. And then you wait a little bit because you gotta let it like harden up a little bit. A little bit. And then you put your popsicle stick on it and roll it, and you've created yourself a little maple syrup popsicle out of the snow. Out of the little trough of snow, the pig trough of snow. <laughs> it's a real thing and it's delicious. Anyway. It really it is. Anyways. I would like to talk about the sound in this movie. <laughs> um, I don't know if, if either of you noticed it, but for me, the sound editing was just marvelous here. And a, a lot of it was to do with the way they built up that big epic tone and then immediately broke it anytime somebody dropped character. But there are other times, like when Lynn had the the skull over her head <laughs> and everything just felt super distant was great and just every fucking crunch when the violence got real mm -hmm. it's not a used pig trough are you it sure be, it could be any trough as long as it has snow in it when in the wild hunt do you think just to get us back on track when in the wild hunt do you think it shifted from comedy to horror. What was the moment where you personally were like, oh. There were a couple moments. I feel like it, it fluctuated um, because like, I think it teased us a bit with moments that seemed like they were getting intense or getting real. And then it shifted back to people realizing it was a game. Um, cause like, obviously the big turn is after, um, the confrontation in the bedroom on the ship or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's like the big one that I would think of because there's still like Eric's still having fun in that scene. Like when he's fucking with, uh, big Ethan Embry. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. so I don't, I don't know if I could pinpoint in an exact moment. I guess for me, it would probably be when she was getting when she was going to get like sacrificed or something like that oh yeah like mm -hmm. i got scared for her because i was just like 
yo, everybody seems really serious right now. Like, especially mm. the the guy who had a crush on Greg Ash or no, the <laughs> shaman or Mortag yeah, yeah. or whatever the hell his name was. Like that that kind of that that kind of got weird. And mm. everything with Greg Ash, like as he escalated, the film seemed to be escalated too. Mm-hmm. He almost seemed like those guys almost seemed somewhat alt right in their demeanor. Oh, yeah. If you know what I all mean, all right, like they seemed okay, like all right. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Billy? Did you say they seemed all right? Billy, Billy just thinks that they're the best characters. <laughs> they seem okay. They seem like they're doing great, and it's going to be great again. A plus would be friends with. <laughs> I just don't see why if we're already out here for this weekend, we can't just kill people. It's <laughs> we're all, we're already out here. We might as well kill people. Yeah. Um, for for me, the that moment came uh, when it when I realized what was going down in that scene where Mortog is just burning his wallet mm-hmm. and his his IDs, and then uh, everyone around him just starts putting their other like their backpacks and their pots and pans in there, and it's like they're they're just committing giving in to to their rawness in that time okay well not that but yes (laughs) don't say that (laughs) you you sounded like a wrestling announcer for some reason (laughs) um yeah like their baser instinct they're like they're shutting themselves off from actual society and, and <laughs> yes. totally buying into what they've created. Um, it's uh, it's very Lord of the Flies. Especially with there being like a main villain, but he's not really... He isn't even necessarily the most evil one or the one that does the most evil deeds. Because in Lord of the Flies, wasn't it like... <sighs> I don't know. I didn't read... I It's been like 15 years <laughs> since I read that book. <laughs> but it was like... Uh, like a henchman who actually kills Piggy in that, right? Who pushes him off the cliff? I think cliff? it's a rock. Yeah, he throws, but he throws, but it's not, what's his name? It's not the main bully guy who, like... It's the rock that kills Yeah, it's Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson <laughs> rampages. People don't kill people, rocks kill people. <laughs> people don't kill people, the rock kills people. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's oh my god, that's something he should say in a like movie. He can. He's way too big. He is too big. I was so excited, Billy. Oh, you were in that. Ch- it was in our group chat. I was. Yeah. I was talking to you. At that time. I've never been more excited in my life than when Incha, totally unprompted, said that the Rock is too big, <laughs> so she doesn't like that when he has a love interest. Because I've believed that in my soul, in my deepest soul. In any movie I've seen The Rock in, I do not like when he has a love interest. I hate it. Because he is too big. <laughs> like, he shouldn't exist. I like that he exists, but he shouldn't. You know? Like, he's an accident. He's God's happy accident. So, <laughs> so he shouldn't have a love interest. He should die alone. But I love him. So I agree with you, Incha. I was so so excited when you said that. <laughs> Brendan Brendan Fraser is just glad we're not talking about him anymore. No, Brendan Fraser is a friend of the show. The Rock is it? Yeah, friend of the show, Brendan Fraser. 
don't enemy of the show, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I don't want him to be here. He's yeah. too big. We can't fit him in. Other other little filmmaking thing about the Wild Hunt. I really liked the uh, color grading difference mm-hmm. between the real world in the apartment and the world of the LARP, <laughs> which is LARP LARPers. Please just come up with a, a better word and let me know it because. It's sounding a little silly. I was gonna say, I, I feel it. like I'm a fucking idiot every time I say "lark." <laughs> you know who else I loved? Who? And she's like a cool person who like did a lot but didn't do much. I like Tamara a lot. Like the That's girl the who. Judge? Yeah, yeah. I liked her a lot. Or whatever they were. I d- I did yeah. too. She she really like was the one who kind of had a side arc to the story. Like. If this was a different movie, I would have expected, like, Evelyn to go off with Mortag, and then, Mm -hmm. like, Tamara and Eric to go on this epic adventure, then he would have to choose, like, Evelyn or Tamara, and then, like, at the end, he's just like, but Tamara, I actually kind of enjoy you. I don't miss my (laughs) ex-girlfriend at all. Like, that's, that's, like, the American version. (laughs) It is funny that, because uh, I have that as one of my notes, is that you can make this movie as a, like, a full-on comedy, like, kind of role model, or just a, like, romantic comedy where a dude tries to get, like, his his girlfriend back, but then that would be the twist at the end, is that, like, oh, no, she doesn't deserve him, he needs to get with the cool referee tra- chick, like, that would be the <laughs> twist at the end of it, but yeah. Yeah. And instead, it's a movie where we bash a man's yeah, head. Yeah, where it ends with time. Bjorn <laughs> killing fake Ethan Embry. Uh, you, know, you know what the best thing about that scene is? The <laughs> fact that he doesn't finish him. Oh, yeah, when he lets him just twitch on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, he like he kills him like a cow. Yeah. I loved I was like, what is happening? It's, I like that you twitch. It's very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Because you think, I, I totally forgot it from uh, the first time I watched it. But yeah, when he's on the ground, like, basming after he gets brained by him, <laughs> I thought, I was like, oh, he's gonna finish him off. But then he just walks out, and it's it's pretty badass. It's yeah. brutal. Like, it's very brutal. I also love that he got killed, too, because, like, his life was sad. <laughs> he had sad drapes. He, like, he had a sad tablecloth. He sat at a sad table with his sadness. But he had a body, so I'm not gonna, I'm not mad at that, but... I want to know how long it took... Bjorn to track him down. Like 2.5 fucking seconds. Yeah, it's gonna say. I'm sure he knew people who knew him. I'm sure the LARPing sure community had, like, the is list. in that. <laughs> right, like he probably yeah, had the, the LARPing community probably has. It's pretty tight-knit, I'm sure. Yeah. Alright, that's a good point. In my mind, I'm like, well, he only knows him as Murtok, but... <laughs> it's just funny thinking of him as, like, real people, and then on the weekend they pretend to be... I'm a wizard. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> Actually, here's a here's a fun fact, and I, I learned this um, because back when I originally saw it, it was with a Q&A with the director, which is fantastic. Well, it's um, too late for us to go to that. I know. Well, don't rub it in. But originally, there was a version of the script where Murtog was like a... It, like he ran like a pharmacy company and he ended up like putting hallucinogenics into everybody's food. And that's what caused oh, all this much to better. As, yeah. And it's so much better yeah. when it's just dudes. Good. being. That gross. actually sounds like another movie that came out. I don't know what it is. Um, 
The other fun fact that I learned was, you know, um, this the Spanish Viking from earlier in the movie, the Viva la Vikings. Oh, I loved him. Why didn't he come back? Yeah. He didn't come back because he was unavailable for filming. That's dumb. They just had to write him. <laughs> but they kept like they kept they were like, this is good enough <laughs> that we're keeping this. Like just let's just film a scene up against that wall where he says he has to go. <laughs> because that's literally what happened. It's so good it's worth it's worth constantly being asked <laughs> what happened to this guy. <laughs> it's like a better version of what happened with the room. Yeah. Much better. Don't even compare this to the room. Yeah, I was about to say that. That's not a good comparison. Because <laughs> well, there was there was an actor that couldn't make filming, and so that's they just happened wrote him out. in other movies. You don't have to compare it directly to. The well, movie. that's the one that's in my head that that happened the that most wow. too. So, how did you find out about this film, Billy? Um, I I found out about it because I was in film school. And it was right around the time this movie came out, and the director actually came to my film class and screened the film and did a Q&A afterwards. Very neat. Half. It was fantastic. And then I, like, went out and saw it in theaters later on when it was playing, and then I bought the DVD as soon as it was out, because this movie's great. Half of me, half of me thought you were going to say you were in the movie, and then I was just like... But where though? So I... Viva le Vikings! <laughs> but you were unavailable. To I was yeah. unavailable. <laughs> doing what? <laughs> like, what could you possibly be doing, Billy? Why is your wig still on? Your wig is terrible. Take it off. Are you not? Were you not Thor the whole time? Ooh, is that part of the movie? Fucking music, Oh, it's Brody. Where does he live? By where do they live? Like, is this like... Oh, this is Canada. Okay. No, you all live together. It's fine. Everything's fine. Wow, you have a lonely life. No wonder you needed her. Oof. You got a body, though. Why am I getting his point of view? I don't Oh my god. Yes, 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 avenge your brother. Yes! 
10 out of 20 would recommend. This is the best film I've ever seen in my life. This is great. Every, yes. 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 Oh. And he used Mew Mew. That was good because it was just really good and like I like all of it oh, wow because like oh that ending is so satisfying that's like one of the films that is very satisfying at the end no one no other film has given me a sense of satisfaction but this one and it fuels me and I'm so happy oh my god it's like, oh, let's, 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 let's rewind. Let's go back to that singular moment because that was the best moment ever. Yeah, I don't care if you keep this or not. Everything about that moment was so good. Canada looks so sad. <laughs> no wonder he lives such a lonely life. <laughs> His tablecloth is sad. His door is sad. His drapery is sad. His body is banging. <laughs> yes! Just that turnaround! Yes! Yes, yes, kill him where he stands. Kill him where he lays. Yes! Murder. Straight up murder. Yes. And he only needed one headshot. It's like killing a cow. Oh my god. Oh. And no one will ever know it's me. Oh, um, that was so good. <laughs> I think this is the first movie that I kind of just sat down and was just like, yeah, this is going to be a weird one. And then, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay, wow. Oh, I love this so much. Oh my god, I did not expect to like this so much. You hear people yelling. It's because my neighbors are, wow, I love this movie so much. The, oh my god. Okay, yeah, like, the use of light is fantastic because being in the woods for that long, wow. Um, everybody in this, everybody in this film needed a snack at some point because no one seemed like they were eating or drinking anything except for the weird poison. Um... I, oh my god, I love this so much. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, oh my god, I feel like I need somebody to bounce off of because I, I love this movie so much. And I don't, I just, it's it's so much better than American films where like everything kind of goes like one way and then kind of goes into insanity at one point. But when it turns, it's such a satisfying turn. And then like at the satisfying turn factor, then you're just like, oh my god, what's gonna happen next? I didn't expect anything with Eric. I thought he was gonna live. He died. No, sorry, I can't even say that. 
Oh, whatever. He dies, and then Lynn dies, and then, and then like, and then what's-his-face lives. I thought what's-his-face was gonna, no. Yeah, I'm gonna call him Thor. I thought Thor was gonna die, and I'm happy he didn't die because he got to avenge his brother. I am so insanely, like, I love this movie so much because it's just, oh, God. Like, the characters are terribly good also terrible like that one guy really shouldn't have been there because why was he even there what king argyle you showed up like what three times like you are like you are nothing you will never be anything i don't even know if, if he's still king after this whole thing with also how did they not shut this place down like two deaths occurred on the premises like for real and also like this entire place is so like who like who gave who money to build this park? I love oh god this I, I can't oh uh, this makes me like want to do LARPing and then not want to do LARPing because if we do LARPing then you might get killed in the process and I'm not about that life so it's kind of like oh I, oh I love this movie it's so good uh, and over like a girl who does this over a girl except for like men who live lonely lives with lonely drapery and lonely tablecloths and lonely t-shirts hanging up on a wall with lonely drapery also his drapery was garbage oh my god i can't oh uh so good and everybody like i love the i actually no you know what the only thing i didn't like was the acting except for except for my what's his face thor i'm gonna call him thor his name is not thor oh my god i love this movie so much oh my god it's so good this is like the only pick of billy so far that i really 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 really, really loved because oh my god it's so good oh so good it's a lonely fucking tablecloth he deserved to die if you live that much of a sorry and sad life and then you have to watch somebody get killed over like a girl issue because you got a million humiliated and your like fragile male ego could not handle it. Get a life, get a job, get a reputation, move out of Canada, come to the America. We we specialize in that kind of crap. Oh my god, I can't. Oh so good. So good. So very good. Okay, I'm gonna stop this recording because I'm gonna be ten minutes and I'm gonna be like, oh my god, what did I do? Uh also, the music in this was really effective. <laughs> that was like my only critical note that actually meant something.